0: Booze and books may contain boozy language and themes. Listener discretion is advised
1: Hey guys, Lindsay and Kristen are back with episode twenty-four. Woo, woo. Um this time Yay. we went back <laughs> this time we went back to our suspense thrillers. Um and did um a book by B A Paris. So this is actually we realized just now that it was our second book that we've actually done for this podcast by this author. So apparently we really like her. <laughs> um <laughs> this book it <laughs> the book this month is called Behind Closed Doors and the wine we're drinking this month as well is Liberty School. So the uh name of the podcast this week it, or this month is Behind closed doors of the Liberty School, I think is what we discussed when we were <laughs> picking out the wine for you guys. So it may change when we are not doing this podcast, but that's sounds pretty good. Um, you guys should thank us. We went with a less dirty uh, wine selection because we could have made the title very dirty. It's true. It's true very dirty. um before we get into the wine selection of this week we are um doing the wine which I don't know why I'm blanking but that's not what I wanted to say what I wanted to say is um this month we are doing or no fuck, I'm not you're gonna have to edit this out okay (laughs) before we get started with the podcast um, episode. What we wanted to just say is, if you want to check out what we're currently reading, um, or drinking, or anything like that, follow us on Instagram at boozeandbooks.podcast podcast. It will. We would have posted this book, and, um, all of our previous episodes, what we're currently reading, all that good jazz for you guys. That you guys can take a look at. Um, it's all there for you. So boozeandbooks.podcast. So yeah. yeah, I finally got that right. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it! <clears throat> Nailed it! So um, I guess um, I will let Lindsay get started on the wine.
0: Lindsay, okay, take it away. Wow.
1: uh
0: so we each picked up um a bottle of the Liberty School Chardonnay and the Liberty School Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, I'll start with the stars. uh, I'm just going to it in my glass. Let's check it out. Okay. So it's a very pretty Chardonnay color. Um, a little bit darker than last week. Um, it's like a nice golden kind of, um, buttery, uh, Chardonnay color. Um uh, ooh, it smells kind of buttery. It smells like creamy when you kinda first smell it. Not picking up tons of like fruit notes. Um I'm sorry, I completely forgot. Let's read back. Um so this guy is from the Central Coast. Uh wish to tell me where it looks like california it's where it's bottled at least um oak vinted and bottled um in california um liberty school was born as a symbol of independence made by those and for those that carved their own path this passion and grit is what lead generations that came before us to farm grapes in the once unknown region of paso rebels liberty school represents their our version of the american dream itself it awakens the spirit that exists in all of us to be and do better not because we have to but because we want to liberty school chardonnay has bright fruit aromas and flavors of apples apricots and pears along with citrus blossoms vanilla and creamy caramel notes balanced with fresh acidity so um the creamy caramel is definitely what i'm picking up the most um I do smell a tiny little bit of vanilla, but I'm not picking up any of those uh, fruit notes that they mentioned, so I'm going to try it. Ooh, it's crisp. So it's, um, um, I would not say it's buttery, but you get at the very beginning just kind of like a crisp and creamy sensation on the tip of your tongue or kind of Mm -hmm. upper middle um portion and then um the crispness you definitely taste the apples i think um not so much the apricot maybe a little at the end there um little tiny bit of pears but mostly I, I get the crunch of the apple when i first try it and the creaminess is definitely more of that vanilla side rather than the caramel Um it's um it's really good it's different um than like my normal go-to chardonnays um but i really like the the balance of the creamy caramel and and vanilla versus all of the um the acidicness of the uh fruits so it gives it Mm a really good balance um I would say this is great for like nice warm summer days when you're outside. Um maybe like force them into a ice cube tray and make some Chardonnay ice cubes, pop them in. I can mm-hmm. see that going well. Um Yeah, I quite like it actually. It's something different for sure than what I like in my shirt Chardon- or what I'm used to in my Chardonnay, but um I really, really like it. It's it's just very like fresh tasting and crisp is the best word I can describe for it. Um did you want me to move on to the cab or do you want to try the chernet first?
1: Um, you go on to the cab and then I'll do both mine and then I'll read from that
0: babino site. Okay, perfect. So the cab staff is... Just going to check out the back. So pretty much says the same first like paragraph. Um, Fruit driven in style, this line showcases classical... Um, sorry if you can hear the outside noise. I've got my window open. Um, party and a half today. Um, sorry, so I'll start again. Fruit-driven in style, this wine showcases classic varietal flavors of dark cherry, blackberry, and black currants, layered with notes of toasted oak and soft, velvety tannins. So I'm going to give this guy a little forry-pour. Let's check this cab out. Um, ooh, I for sure smell the, uh, currant, the black currant, and the dark cherry. Um, hmm. Kind of a little bit of the toastedness, um, of the toasted oak. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this guy's really dark, uh, like a really dark red in color. Um. And let's see, yeah, for sure picking up the black cherry and the, the current, but let's give it a taste. Did not expect it to be this smooth. Honestly, from the smell of it, I was expecting it to be um, very like acidic on my tongue, kind of like a bite that sometimes I get from um, cab Cabernet. Um, but it was very, it's very smooth. Um, like, ooh. Um, the black cherry is what I'm tasting the most in the black currant. I don't taste a lot of the blackberry. Um, but I think it's it's like in there, I'm just not picking it up as much. Um, and then the toastedness of it, like as soon as it kind of like, Hits your tongue, it's, it's like, it's, um, it's more smooth. And then at the end there, you get a little bit of the toasted oak kind of towards the end there. Um, hmm. yeah, it's actually, I'm, I'm quite shocked. It's the smooth. I thought it was going to definitely be more acidic. I really like this for a cab It is like really bold still. Um, and like, I honestly I picture myself drinking this with a really nice filet mignon. Um this is probably one of my favorite Cabernets, I have to say, that I've never tried. Because I'm not the biggest uh red wine fan just because or Cabernets are so heavy I find for me. Um but this one's really good. It's really smooth. I really like it.
1: Well, yeah. I'm definitely looking forward to because I had my parents try it before um i gave them both a glass of each and my dad he's had liberty school before and he said that i don't know if he had the cab before but he said it was actually really good like he thought it was better yeah. than he thought like it was expecting so yeah interesting i was like kind of like apprehensive on how this was gonna go so i'm looking forward <laughs> to well i I'm looking forward to trying it in a couple seconds, because I'm going to have to probably drink more of this white one than I because I poured a little bit big. Okay, so I'll start with the white, Um, so I'm not going to, like, go into the spiel that Lindsay did with, like, because it's the same thing. Um, I think it's the same
0: year. Um, 2017? Let me just check. Uh, My
1: Chardonnay is actually 2016. Okay. Okay. Mine is
0: 2017. The cab...
1: Okay. My cab (laughs) is... 2017 and then yeah the chardonnay was 2016 so it has the same notes about the apples the apricots, pears um citrus blossom vanilla and the creamy uh caramel so honestly like as soon as <laughs> Lindsay said that she smelled the caramel i was like what and then i smelled it and that's all i smelled but w- now that i took a taste and like smelled it again i actually get more of i smell like the apples and the apricots not so much the pear um but i do get the like care like creamy caramel um side of it though not so much the vanilla but it could be just tangled up in those no i get it but it smells freaking delicious like honestly just by smelling it you're just like Am I gonna have like apple pie or something with this?
0: Right.
1: Tasting it definitely tastes more of the apple and the pear instead of apricot, actually. Yeah. I taste more of the pear than I do smell it. I don't really taste the apricot as much, but I do get more of the hint of the vanilla though now. It says freshly Yeah, and it says like balanced by fresh acidity but like honestly i don't really get that acidic taste to it it's pretty smooth to me yeah it's it's very smooth (laughs) like it's actually it's very good but it's very smooth and chardonnays to me are not really that
0: smooth
1: they're a little bit more like crisp and like acidic in a way you know what i mean yeah yeah but like this is yeah like it's like Lindsay said it's like a deeper yellow um when you look at it um but yeah it's definitely very very smooth um here i'll read the vivino thing on it since you guys maybe actually enjoyed it listening to it the last time so (laughs) so it actually tells you which on here like obviously like it's however many people so like 829 people rated it it's 3.6 out of 5 stars um so for they actually said the vintage that was rated the most of all the other years for the chardonnay was actually the 2017 vintage so the one that Lindsay's actually got <laughs> Ooh. so yeah and their online price averages um, around 2278 so i'm not sure if that's u.s or canadian but i think we paid around 20 bucks per bottle
0: yeah that's what i remember
1: i don't fully remember how much but eh. um so obviously the central coast is the region and it's a california chardonnay food pairings would be pork rich fish like su- salmon or tuna uh, vegetarian dishes or poultry, which obviously like poultry is always <laughs> seems to be. So, um, people actually say that the taste is more on the bold side than the light, like it's not even in the middle, it's like fully on the bold side. Um, it's a little bit more on the dry side than the sweet side, but it's almost in the middle and it's exactly in the middle between soft and acidic. Ah, uh, yeah. So, Um, I'm not going to go into all of the different, what flavors people, but over 115 people mentioned that they taste oaky notes the most, which is oak, butter, vanilla, and then 86 around the pear and the, um, apple. And then it just goes down from there. So I'm not going to say the other ones because they're not (laughs) as (laughs) big. So yeah, uh, it's... People are saying it's very much a California-style um wine. For yeah. Me. So I'm intrigued. But yeah, it's actually, like, one of my favorite whites I think we've had on here. And that includes the rosés we've had. Oh, wow. Like, I would actually, I, like, buy this again.
0: I for sure will, too.
1: Like, I liked the, did we do bread and butter for anything? Mm, or no, yeah Every yeah. yeah, day,
0: we did yeah it
1: borders on that one because i really like that chardonnay too
0: yeah that's for sure my still my go-to but this is a good like i found one other one and i can't remember what it's called that i also like but this is for sure like top three now
1: yeah that's pretty good and you guys all can wait two seconds while i pour myself through the aerator have one of those like hand aerators that you can stick in the bottle on the it takes a little longer than trying to aerate it via the oh, other cool. mechanism, one that we have. So took me a moment, but um, again, I'm not going to say the things that are on the back is obviously like Lindsay already did. You guys don't need to hear me say it again, but let me just swirl this. So the light in the room I'm in right now is really kind of like not great. And like, we're kind of in an overcast day, but... Oh, there's a piece of cork that's in my glass. Okay, um, but the wine just looks really, really red, (laughs) like dark, dark red. So it looks like it's got a deep, deep, dark red color to it. Um, but let's see what it smells like. Hmm. God, I love red wine. Hmm. Smells good. (laughs) Hmm. i definitely smell the cherry. Maybe some of the black
0: cherry. Hmm. I think
1: I guess a smidge of the, like, I don't really, hmm. Actually, no. The more I keep smelling, the more I get that, like, um current smell, the black current. Oh, yeah. I don't really get the toasted oak or the velvet tan but let me try it. Mmm, this is really good. I for sure taste, like, the dark cherry or the black cherry and the, like, black currant just from tasting it. And you kind of get more of the oaky taste at that point, too, when you're tasting it. Yeah. It's just like a hug in your mouth. Very. Like, I poured it in the same glass I had the white. So maybe I needed to put some, like, water in. So I don't know if, like, the sweetness that I'm kind of getting from this is, like, some leftover from that or if it's from this wine as well but it kind of has like a sweetness to it in a way so it's not like the cabs that i really like which are the more like bolder intense flavoring um that are a little bit more on the acidic side i guess would be it yeah this is more like did you get the sweetness a little bit it's kind of hard to tell
0: um like i didn't pick up on it too too much But it's so smooth. (laughs) It is weird,
1: very weird, and like, but I love it. To me, to me, it's not super bold. Just because, like, like I was drinking a cab last night, and it's nowhere near um this, but oh yeah, it's it's very very smooth. I would give this to someone that doesn't like cabs that much that I wanted them to try it, I this is a good one to go for. Agreed. <clears throat> I can't stop drinking it. Okay, I'll put it down. All right. <laughs> Let's look at the Vivino site for the cab. So their actual best vintage is actually from 1999. So <laughs> not the one we got. Um, so what's kind of funny is they must be bottled in different spots because um they're both Liberty School so we'd kind of where are they? huh it's funny because if you look at the bottles um the Chardonnay says Central Coast on it but the um, cab says Paso Robles, Robles, whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. So the region, because like Paso is actually the wine region that my family was actually supposed to go to last weekend before COVID happened. We were going to go to LA, well, stop in Arizona for a couple of days, pick up the car, go to Anaheim and watch the Yankees play, um, the Angels. And then we were going to drive down to Paso Robles for, uh, wine tasting for two days um uh-huh. so that's one of the reasons why i also was kind of like oh we should pick this one but uh <laughs> yeah it's interesting that we probably would have to i guess dig into this wine a little bit um because even the back uh <laughs> the two different like URLs that are on here, like the one on the cap says Hope Family Wines dot com, and the Chardonnay says Liberty School Wines dot com. Oh, but they both have like the bottled and uh, vintage and bottled by Liberty School Winery, and fair okay. Produced and bottled by. Interesting. Say... So I'm not really sure exactly where this winery is. If it's in Fairfield, California, or Paso, or if the vines are in Paso and yeah, some of them are bottled doesn't... somewhere else. Because and... the white wine says bottled or produced and bottled by Liberty Schools. Uh wines uh, Paso Robles and then the cab says "Vinted and bottled by Liberty School Winery Paso Robles and Fairfield California oh so I'm very confused but either way the cab is uh, in the region of Paso Robles which the other one is central uh, coast region so, it's a Californian Cabernet. Food pairing is beef, lamb, game, so deer, venison, and poultry. Um, So, we really don't agree with these people on these things. Okay, so they said it's, like, fully bold. Like, all the way over. Same as, like, the last one. Um, So, they say that it's more on the tannic side than the smooth side. Hmm. Um and it's not all the way to the dry side but it's like more way more dry than sweet (laughs) wow um and it's in the middle between soft and acidic okay so i wonder who came up with that because i do not agree with most of that because i think it's very smooth and More sweet, but then again, maybe the sweet's not fully this wine. Maybe it's some of the other wine. Oh yeah, perhaps because yeah, I don't find it super sweet. So yeah, it could be the white wine that I just didn't clear out, maybe, perhaps as well. But over a thousand people mentioned dark fruit notes, which is blackberry, plum, dark cherry, and all that stuff, and over seven hundred and fifty-seven people got the oak or like oaky notes, so oak, vanilla, chocolate. Oh, okay. Holy shit. Okay. A lot of people have really reviewed this. And then there's over five hundred and ninety people that said red fruit, so cherry, raspberry, strawberries. And then over oh. 240 did earthy, so smoke, leather, earthy stuff. And then over 167 did spices, so pepper, licorice, and cinnamon. Oh wow. After that, it's under a hundred Boats on the other one, so I'm not going to say them all. <laughs> yeah, it that's crazy. Did I say lamb was one of them? Oh yeah, I did. But they had a picture of lamb, and it looks delicious. <laughs> um, so someone said it's a good standard cab, not too complicated. Uh, great with steak. So, hmm. I don't know.
0: I don't know if
1: I'd. Pay- Like, I'd I'd drink it with, like, if I was on my own and not, like, stealing my parents' wine. Yeah. I would have it. Okay, so it says, this winery is part of Hope Family Wines. Located in Central Coast, USA. Oh, okay. Does it say that at the bottom of the other one, too? I'm very confused, people. I'm so getting over the, like. Yeah, okay, both of them say the same thing about the. It's part of the Hope family wines located in Central. So they must maybe have teamed up with them. I don't know, but. Okay, I'll stop going on about the differences in the (laughs) wines (laughs) and where where they are. I was just. I didn't realize that they both said two different things on them, and then I got kind of like, kind of like, what the fuck, kind of thing in my head. So, okay. Moving on from that. All right so we'll dive into what probably everyone listens to our podcast though and that is the book. So I shall let Lindsay start off with kind of like your general overall view of an opinion
0: of the book. Um, I really liked it like I uh, really couldn't put it down. <laughs> it was definitely not what I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought it was going to be more like I don't know. Like, yeah, they had a secret, but it wasn't that he was a psychopath holding her, like, against her will in a marriage. Like, I just was kind of shocked, in a good way, because these are the type of books I really like to read. Um, but yeah, definitely really liked it. Um, I, like, honestly, it's probably on par with Then She Was Gone for me. Um, I, uh, yeah, I listened to it, um, on Audible and it wasn't long for sure, but I was able to like, just, I just kept listening to it and I really couldn't stop. Um, especially once it kind of took off and you kind of understood what was happening, um, more so. And then I just was hooked the whole way through. I thought it was well-written. I liked the way, um, the author bounced between like past and present. And I didn't find I got confused too much um, of what time period it was. It was really easy to follow. Even if I wasn't maybe didn't pick up that it was a new chapter and it had said like on audible, they said past or present. I was able to like quickly really figure it out with having to go back. So um, I found the writing really, really, really well done. I liked the style of it and I loved the like story. So So far, it's a big contender for my favorite book this
1: year. Yeah, like, um, excuse me. Um, yeah, like, this one, I was, when I read the description, like, Lindsay and I were trying to figure out what book to do. It sounded really good, but I didn't think I (laughs) would I'd love it as much as I did, because I, (laughs) I started reading it yesterday, and I was like, busting my way through it i ended up having to like put it down which was hard because i was like wanting to read it but i was doing some family time with my parents and i was like reading it while i was playing pool with them (laughs) um but i finally had to put it down when he started telling her about like when they were on their honeymoon and like why like kind of like getting her up to speed as to like what made him him and like what was basically gonna happen so I was just like I need to put this down because this is like it was already like caught my interest and intrigued me before then but like <laughs> I was like this is a very juicy part I need to like actually like sit down and like pay attention to it instead of just like, <laughs> just, like reading it as I'm like playing so I was just like oh, yeah so I read it this morning like the rest of it but yeah I was just like it was basically Hook's like hook sink liner whatever that phrase is i can't remember i totally butchered it i know that but i i didn't really think it was going to be more of a psychological thriller in a way because
0: he's oh, yeah. more
1: of her like like a way it was more psychological than it was like physical
0: yeah um, oh yeah
1: but i thought he was like beating her doing something a little bit more just from the description or maybe like my mind kind of went before we started it so then I was like well maybe she was doing something to him i was oh, like yeah. kind of like intrigued to see like what was happening but yeah i agree like the story was very well written i like the past the present the only time i kind of got confused between the past and the present was the past ended up catching up to the present um and the sleeping pills part and uh it was a past part and i was like oh, yeah. wait like did not this just like kind of like happen and i thought it was in a future like a present part which i think it did but then now it was like moved on to the past i don't know that that part it took me a moment to like kind of like be like wait what and then i realized like after reading a couple more sentences i was like oh wait it is like present time in a way but it might have been like a week or so before so it was technically past oh yeah because because near the end the past and the present were like a week or days apart so it was like you're kind of getting like they're closer together so it was kind of like you needed that past and the present to kind of like get the story straight but yeah it was very well done um it was actually under 300 pages, which I was a little shocked at, because when you look at her books, they're well over 300 pages. It's like almost like 340 pages. But the book itself is like only 293. And then it goes into a reading group thing. And then um, her next book that obviously this is an older book. So one of her books that she released in 2017. So but yeah, overall, loved it. I agree with th- uh, Lindsay, it's definitely probably one of i wouldn't say it's like the top of like all of the genres i've read this year so far since you know i read a lot but i'd say it's definitely probably one of the top for thrillers oh, that nice. we've read yeah because like yeah i loved it i really i really did is really fucking like crazy. I, oh, we'll get more into it. Okay, so obviously I'm not gonna say who like ask you who your favorite character is because I'm assuming you'd say the wife, uh, Grace, or did you like Millie, or did you like Jack, or did you like someone else? Actually, who who was your favorite character? <laughs> you like keep
0: listening though. Um, <laughs> I mean Grace is obviously kind of the front runner. Um. I liked Millie's character, though. It was very, like, different. Um, she played, like, you don't think that she plays an important role, but she does. So, like, she's kind of this great supporting character in the book. Um, so I I actually really liked Millie. And um, I didn't like Jack's character, but the way he was written was very, like, compelling by, um, by the author. Because I was just, like... Oh my gosh! Like it literally, this whole book was making me think of like the most messed up movies I've ever seen with like psychological elements to it. And I was just like, this guy is so messed up. And like, I, I really got a a eerie, creepy sense of who Jack was. So like, I got, I don't know, like, I obviously didn't like him as a person, but I found his character very well structured um and his character was really important to the book I think being as good as it was so um I don't know those three I liked in all different ways but Grace's character for sure was my favorite just the way she like navigated it all but Millie I found was just as a really great supporting character um she was really pivotal to the whole story and kind of like she was an intriguing character because I didn't really fully understand why Jack wanted Millie. Like, did I just, I up? didn't really get that either. Okay. <laughs> I think but... because
1: she was, I think she he was an easier person to maybe instill fear on that. It hey. just made it more exciting for him. That's what I thought. Okay. Hey. And I think so... it was because she had down syndrome. Maybe he thought he could instill the fear in her and control her easier yeah than he could um like grace yeah. i i was confused by that too but then i was like Well maybe he just thinks that he can have even more of a control over her and instill even more fear on her because of um her down syndrome but like i could be wrong i don't know like i'm just kind of flying off the seat of my pants here but
0: that's kind of how i took it too so yeah because yeah yeah Yeah, who's your favorite
1: obviously it was grace (laughs) (laughs) um but i do agree about the millie part because millie she just i guess like it's she just picked up on things quickly and like grace kind of like played it off as like her not really getting it so like um, to Jack a lot, so, like, she was, like, yeah, it's just whatever, and her sister, like, kind of, like, picked up, like, oh, she doesn't want, like, because she, like, said that, like, um, there are some, like, learning curves that her sister had to kind of go through um, with her Downs uh, yeah. syndrome, so, like, she, even with that, she was able to pick up certain, like, nuances and changing subjects that her sister was doing, like, very well, and, like, I liked how she, like, <laughs> relate george clooney to jack and jack as far as we can tell never figured that out so like that made it even funnier in a way it kind of like gave me chuckles when i was like he doesn't get it but i thought she was really well i actually also liked esther in a way too because like um frick what was the other lady's name diane her even Esther's husband and then the other couple just didn't really like even, even her own parents, they never really questioned like how perfect everything was. And like Esther actually questioned things and like, and everything. So like, I I really enjoyed her character because it was kind of like, she wasn't the cookie cutter friend that like she, like Diane and all them were, she was kind of like, Pushing a little bit more, so like I liked her character and like how she like developed a little bit more. Like she wasn't obviously a forefront character at really at all, but like how like just in the background she she was like developing to where it got to in the end. So yeah, like I was thinking a lot during this book how really talented Grace and Jack would make it in the actual acting world. For how they fucking acted yeah like holy shit <laughs> right like the fact that they like after he told her what happened like his backstory in Thailand and then basically like forced her to take photos and act like she loved him through it and like like Diane like them showing those photos to Diane and all them like them loving it I was just like And then, like, her at the end going on and, like, just everything, both of them, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I don't think I could do that. Like, look at him lovingly and be able to take a good photo like that or act like she did when she was in Thailand by herself and, like, all that stuff. I was like, holy crap. Like, I don't even know if they can make a movie and do it justice off this book, to be honest. Yeah. Just, like, the crazy, like... talent that it kind of like inner like strength it took for her to like act the way she did and like how she outsmarted him right i know like
0: i just i don't know how to be able to maintain that composure like she did
1: well and like she i guess would be like because she didn't go to like university so i guess Like, she just, like, she worked her way up in her work. And, I maybe she went to university. They didn't really divulge really into that. But, like, she worked her way up. So, it's, like, obviously she's smart and then, like, pretty quick. So, like, obviously Jack blindsided her because, like, most of these guys or girls, because, you know, there are girls like this that, like, are really good at hiding it. And then they, like, spring it on you once they, like, marry you. And then they're, like, oh. Honeymoon's over, <laughs> but then it's kind of like she just like took every situation and like learned from it and like developed into what she is now. But I kind of was like, why? But when I was reading this morning, I was like, why did she? Why did she keep trying to attempt to like escape as much as she did? Um, once they got back from Thailand, um, cause like she. He seemed to, like, I don't know, he, she, it took her a while to kind of, like, learn to play his game um, and outsmart him. Because it's, like, you basically made yourself live in a bare room.
0: Like, she probably mm. could have
1: had those things for longer and not, like, be as living as much of more of a prisoner as she ended up being if she played his game a little bit more from the beginning as she did than she did people might not agree with me but
0: (laughs) yeah i don't
1: know i was just kind of like why are you trying to escape now you're not going to go anywhere
0: yeah but i'm very curious as to what he did in thailand i know i wanted to know so bad and i was just like because like he eventually said he'd, he'd go there to like in still fear in people right yeah um, and to watch something
1: like that so it's like did he go to like um like core houses or something like that yeah yeah I, don't, I honestly have no clue i was just like i have no clue what he's talking about and like like why he specifically went to thailand out of all other countries in the world he only went there it sound like he went there a lot. Yeah, right? But, I don't know. So, um, I was reading it this morning, obviously. So, I actually quite enjoyed how, um, like her sister, God Love Millie, out of nowhere, is just like starts developing sleeping issues, so she can't sleep, and gets prescribed over the counter drugs, and then borders them, like hoards them all away, to just like literally then give to her sister. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, holy shit. <laughs> I'm like, this girl is like, sh- like she like even Millie's really good at acting, like. She's like I love Jack and all that stuff and then she like hugs her sister and she's like I know he's still the bad man or whatever right yeah and it was, and I yeah, think... it was
0: funny how they like, Sorry, created ahead. that whole like um, secret like at first you're like oh why does she not like George Clooney and then then you realize why that like she thinks they're one of the same
1: exactly and like uh Grace kind of, like, gets her to the point that, like, it's, like, Jack is George Clooney, like, kind of, like, that's our secret, that's who he is, and all that stuff, and it's, like, and then I think it's funny because, like, Jack did such a good job at, like, knowing, um, how to play his like wife and all that stuff i guess and to make her do what he wanted her to do and like create the scenario around what they were doing yeah um but yet to kind of like make her do what he wanted he fucked up twice by repeating like the red room situation oh yeah yeah in front of other people to kind of like give a clue to her that she needed to rein things in or like whatever um or like a warning to her yeah but the other people picked up on it and he said it around esther which out of all the entire group would probably be (laughs) the worst person to say in front of she was the most questioning exactly but i have to say like when i when he said he gave her the book i actually it took me a moment to actually realize that it was him that did it.
0: Oh, same. I like would not have thought of that. Like, it was so crazy that she caught on to that.
1: I know. And, like, again, that's kind of, I guess, when you're in a situation like that, you like pick up on shit like that and you're just like, wait, no, that's not right. Like, yeah. Like, he didn't actually, um, do whatever, like, or she wouldn't have done that. He did. But Esther did catch on a little bit when she was repeating her phone number. I get, I wonder if, like, I might have to reread it, but, like, I guess maybe she was watching Grace, and maybe Grace had, like, a thing go across her face or something when she was trying to, like, memorize and try and figure out what the last couple digits were of the lady's, like, phone number oh yeah because like because like remember she like repeated it yeah but she like yeah. did it in the slide way by being like is it actually like like the digit like the three digits before like oh is that actually it and then she's like and then had like diane actually read out her phone number <laughs> yeah again oh i was like that is so smart actually though and it's also very sick how he had her paint portraits of all the face of all the victims he uh, represented in court. And it's also sadistic in its own way that he represented only women that were in um, domestic violence households. And he like he kept winning so it's like he obviously like did like was really good at being a lawyer and like get did his shit right yeah to never have lost and with those kind of cases too i was just like kind of like holy shit like this is a little sadistic in a way that yeah he, uh... and then he said that he actually like in- like enjoyed looking at her their photos
0: and stuff oh. He's a very sadistic man. He totally was. Like, so messed up.
1: (laughs) So I was telling my parents the description about this book the other day. And my dad's like, this is really fucked up. He's like, I don't know why people enjoy reading or watch. Like, my dad's not really a big fan of, like, horror movies. So he's just like, I don't understand how people, like, he's like, enough bad shit's happened in the world. Why do people want to read about it? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so was just like i was like describing like the whole like um basement thing and then he made a joke about like how he's like i'm pretty sure all husbands kind of wish that they could lock their wives in the basement for a couple of minutes <laughs> uh like not in like a mean way but like just kind of like yeah. get them out of your hair for a minute and my mom punched him in the arm <laughs> it was really funny uh-huh. But yeah, he was just like, yeah, he was just like, I don't get it. And then, like, I told, when we were out on the golf course, I was telling them how the book ended and all that stuff, and, like, how crazy it was, and how she played him at his own game. And he's like, he's like, that's just, like, to him, he's just like, I don't get why people write shit like that, when, like, there's so many things going on in the world, and why that we like it (laughs) so much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was like, I don't know, girls love murder. Like, I know. It's interesting to read about, honestly. <laughs> exactly. Like,
1: I read, like, romance chick lit books because they're easy, they're fun, and, like, I get through them super fast. Like, I get through these ones, too, pretty fast, depending on what they are. Yeah. But you read you read different genres for different escapes, I guess. Yeah. Like, Romance Chicklet is a little bit more on the, or fiction, is a little bit more on the, like, realistic side, and you can relate a little bit more to it. Yeah. Because they're not as (laughs) far-fetched. Suspense Thriller, you enjoy, because it's, like, well, Suspense Thriller. Like, it also could happen, but it would be, like, the shitty stuff that happens, right?
0: Exactly.
1: And then you get your fantasy to, like, kind of get out of that the normal world and into like the alternate universes, like potentially history historical like shit with magic and all that stuff. I don't know. I really enjoy fantasy. But not adult fantasy. Teen fantasy. Adult fantasy it's like you have to marry yourself to the author for fucking five years or yeah. more. Their things are so long. Sorry, I got totally off track right there. Starting (laughs) to talk about other
0: book genres. Uh,
1: um, It's been a long day.
0: Yeah. It has.
1: But but, um, I guess back to the book. Honestly, like probably some of my favorite parts of the book actually happened within the last hundred pages. Because... Yeah, because I think, like, I enjoyed the first part, too, and, like, everything, but, like, in the last hundred pages, she started to, like, uh turn the tables on him. So, it was kind of, like, maybe it wasn't in the last hundred pages, but it was within the last hundred pages. Like, I don't, I would have to, like, actually look page numbers and stuff, but it was, like, yeah. where Millie handed her the pills and, like, how she was, like. Like, are you crazy? And, like, and then she was, like, well, maybe. And then she, like, took them. And then um, she, like, manipulated him into, like, all of the invites that she did for Millie's birthday party and all that stuff. She, yeah. She, like, manipulated him into thinking that she invited them and then was, like, oh, shit, no, I don't want them over here. And, like, manipulated him. And then, like, with the whiskey, manipulated him again, yeah. and, like, the not eating. And the whole not eating thing, I was, like, it was, like, when I first woke up this morning, I was, like, I'm hungry. I don't think I could, like, not go out without no food. Right? And, like, she went, like, three days without food. I was, like, holy crap, girl. Like, no, man. But, yeah, yeah, like, she was, like, not really eating to, like, build up to the point where she can, like, then have her plan come. And, like, it played perfectly where um he got her that present and he's like it was around his case time. Which I still don't don't really understand why he wanted to go after he told her no.
0: Yeah. And then it but
1: then it's like, did he have an urge to do whatever he wanted to? And since Millie wasn't coming for a while longer. I don't know. That part a little confused me since she brought it up like a week
0: before and he said no. Yeah. But
1: but, yeah, like, then he got her the plane tickets and then said in front of everyone that, like, if anything, um, if he had some work to do, she could go early without him. I know. So, again.
0: Was, like, perfect for her plan.
1: Yeah, because it's, like, and then, like, he lost the case, so that was even more perfect. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And then she played him at his own game because she, like, oh, I... Finally, the pills broke in when they were in the basement, and she was able to lock him in. Yeah, to his own red room, and then the same thing. Like she, I can't remember. Did she say this after they found? Well, not they found, but when he showed her Molly the dog, which honestly was like heartbreaking. I know. I and I was kind of wondering though. when he. To sidetrack for a second, when he bought the dog, I was kinda like, What's gonna I knew something was gonna happen to the dog. I didn't really think it was gonna be that
0: though. Yeah, after we found out what kind of guy he was in Thailand, I knew. I was like, he killed the dog. He like tortured it. I
1: knew he killed the dog, but I didn't know that he basically just killed the dog by just not giving it food or water and just like leaving it in a room. Is and it up. sounded like it was tied up, so that's honestly like horrible. And that was probably yeah. one of the most horrible parts of the book. To be honest, I actually yeah. felt more sad about the dog than about his mom. To be honest. Oh yeah, same.
0: Which <laughs> and an f, but like yeah.
1: <laughs> I think because yeah, I don't know. It is a little fucked up, but whatever. Felt bad. I've it is what it is but yeah like um like i'm pretty sure when they when he showed her the dog she somewhere in that moment she told him that she or maybe it was later than that like after like that those moments where she was like no if i ever killed you i'd make you suffer oh Um, yeah first yeah um kind of like you did with the dog or whatever and I guess her, too.
0: So it's kind of yeah. like,
1: her plan was for him to overdose from the sleeping drugs, but in reality, she got what she originally threatened him by him suffering a long dash the same, death, way. The same yeah. way that the dog, the dog did, by dehydration. Yeah.
0: Which is ironic.
1: And then it <laughs> was even more ironic in the sense that she did all those portraits of his old court cases and the like girls like all battered and i'm I'm assuming they like were like all battered and all that stuff and the photos um yeah. and put them up in the red room for millie but he ended up being surrounded by that yeah and locked in there um in his final days so you kind of wonder if he had any fear and if he kind of like Then put himself in his like, like his mom and like Grace's shoes in a little bit in the fact that the tables were then turned on him. Yeah, being stuck in the room. I never actually thought about that until this moment, but I kind of wonder like what he thought of
0: in those like last couple days, like dying of dehydration. Yeah, I hope it was like terrible thing. Like he thought. The worst for
1: himself. Like, I wonder if he felt the fear that he would have wanted to enlist on other people, and if he loved it as much feeling it himself as he did inflicting it on other people. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Because
1: it, because it's like he thinks it's. It was kind of disgusting how he said that. He loves the smell and the taste of it, and then, like, licked her arm at one point, I think, when they were in Thailand, but... Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, table's turn, did you still think that was a seductive smell, fear? He must have been yeah. fearful, because, like, obviously, oh, he yeah. knew he was probably going to die. Unless he was, went full-on crazy and just thought it was funny the whole time, but... I don't know, I honestly also enjoyed how Esther became his ally her ally sorry, how she like played everyone. it up so much, yeah, like how she didn't want Esther to drive her to the airport, but ended up being a good thing, and then yeah. playing everyone at the hotel and then b c and his friends back home, and then coming home and like Esther's there, and she's kind of panicking. But then again, Esther ends up being her ally in all of it. Yeah. And honestly, like, one of the best lines of the book was the last line, or one of the last couple of lines is, only that, like, what did Millie say? And she's like, only that she didn't like George Clooney. That She's like, then why? She's like, what color is Millie's room, Grace? Red. Millie's room is red that's what i thought i'm like yes (laughs) because you know the whole red room that he got died in and like obviously millie they kept saying like how yellow was her favorite color
0: no oh yeah no you're right did you hear that (laughs)
1: I like loved the like the ending part like just where she said that I was just like full circle like come on I loved it <laughs> that was like made me chuckle so much this morning I was like yes like fuck the bastard in the red room he's suffering right? in that red uh red room <sighs> yeah okay I'm over that whole red room ending part but yeah <laughs> I actually just really enjoyed this book. I actually don't really remember when she was gone, but was when she was gone the whole sister thing and she ended up being the sister? Oh, the
0: book. No, that was the one where um, they kidnapped the young, like, the daughter and, like, called her and I think they wanted her to have a bait Oh, and she, like, used the turkey baster to get her to inseminate her the crazy late like teacher lady hello Mm. oh Oh, i thought you were gone
1: (gasps) no i'm like literally
0: trying to remember that book turkey baster yeah she's a young girl that they kid, like was kidnapped and the mom's always trying to find her and it turns out it's just like woman who just wants to have a child and she like basically keeps her in the basement and like gets her tries to get her pre- I think she does get her pregnant um
1: yeah was it then she was gone the one that is the sister one no that's what Where... we're talking about oh bring me
0: back sorry the one from ba oh bring me back bring me back i was reading the thing and that's like um that one was um i don't remember this one personally uh it had to do with a guy who married this woman and she was like i don't know she had like this secret i honestly don't remember it i was reading like the synopsis and i don't really remember yeah and the girl ended up
1: uh It was something, her and her sister, and he knew the sister as well, and then it ended up being that they couldn't find the sister, but then it ended up being, I think the girl killed her sister, and she was actually the sister, and um, he was married to the actual sister that I think he liked or something like that, when he thought he was actually married to the other one. Oh, yeah. I don't know, it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a, we, you didn't. No until like the very end and was like in a cottage and they were like it was like he showed up and she like revealed who she was and it was kinda oh, like yeah. Yeah. And it was like a small town thing too. Yeah. Yeah. In like England or France or something like that. Yeah. I remember that one more. I think I need to re look at the then she was gone one. I'm what you 100. said doesn't fully remember. Like, it's not ringing a bell, but honestly, we read a lot of books. It's hard to remember, but. It's true. Okay, I don't have anything else to say about this book besides I really recommend no. it to people.
0: Agreed. If you like a good thriller, psychological thriller, this is the I one actually... for
1: you. Yeah, and it's actually the first book that B.A. Paris wrote, to be honest. Oh. yeah oh, her It was her Yeah, it was her debut novel. I like read like a smidge of her backstory on the
0: like within the book. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. But
1: Let's do our last final thing that we started incorporating. You're currently reading list or listening to since you listen to audiobooks.
0: I have um got nothing new. <laughs> I'm still working my way through um, The Other People by DJ Um, Oh, and I'm still reading Stay Sexy and Don't Get Murdered um, by the lovely ladies of My Favorite Murder podcast. Um, yeah. Slowly but surely, I'm like, on my way to work, I'm listening to the other people, so hopefully that I finish soon. And then I just don't find i take a lot of time to read lately and i need that to change so yeah i've got no new updates unfortunately <laughs> it's been a month that's fair <laughs> what about you tell me all the books you've read
1: so i read um a decent amount um i'm only gonna tell you a couple of them but they're all chicklit <laughs> slash romance books because they're all on my iPad and they're all free. <laughs>
0: there you go. So,
1: one is called More Than Sexy by Carly Phillips. I'm actually still reading that, but I'm 87% through it. Nice. Um, one called Aiden, um, by Melissa Bell. It's actually pretty good. It's about a small town, uh, best friends type of thing. One called oh, yes. Carved in Ink by Marissa Farrar. I probably butchered that. Chubby by Charming. I did not think that it was going to go the way that the title makes it sound. Um, by Mary oh. Thompson. I quite like it. Um, Big Rock by Lauren Blink. Blake Hilly. Um, the Billionaire Stepbrother. Which by Emily. Actually, that one actually, like, I didn't think. I thought it was just going to be like, you know what, like a whatever book. That one actually was really good. Um Dirty Boxing also very good by Harper St. George and oh shit I hate when this iBooks app just like out of nowhere just kicks you out
0: Oh shoot yeah
1: I have to say Apple did not do a good job on reading figuring this iBook situation I appreciate Maybe it's
0: your yeah. old ass iPad <laughs> No well
1: it's the newest version of the iBooks it's just I don't like it they revamped it a couple of years ago and I don't like it I
0: know I don't um, like it
1: oh I fucking hate it because as soon as you delete something it doesn't delete and when you the old one if you move things into different folders they would stay yeah. move actually into those folders but this one if you're in your library you still see them I'm like, no, I don't want them in my library. I want them in the folders. Because that's what the folders are for. My library is my open... <laughs> to me, the way it was. That's fair. That was like... And, yeah. I hate it. In that regard. No, that's And it was Tara Watt. Which was the other author for Dairy Boxing. And... This Crazy Love. I don't know if I really liked that one. Maybe I did. But it was J.H. Croy. But... It was kind of nice, because More Than Sexy and Chubby and Charming were, like, not sick thin people, <laughs> like the girls. Oh, yeah. And they attracted very hot men. So, like, you know, I'm not a size too. So, it was kind of nice to read kind of, like, those kind of books every once in a while.
0: That's good. I like that.
1: Yeah. And then there's a bunch more that I have, Wayne, to read. And I think those are the ones I read this week, but... We're not going to go into I've right bread in the whole month. <laughs> we'll be here all day. But I did get, so I bought Behind Closed Doors on indigo.com, .ca, whatever. So I bought three other books, and I'm debating if I'm going to read them, because they're more of my typical, like, they're teen, romancey contemporary books. And for me, oh, yeah. I usually like to read those types of books when I'm, like, in the pool like on vacation or whatever um drinking yeah. a beer uh <laughs> so i'm debating if i want to read those now or if i want to kind of save them for if i ever get back down to arizona <laughs> or oh, not yeah. um but they might i might read them and and it, obviously if i do read them which i might cuz you know I might not be able to hold out that long. Um I'll Instagram them. So you guys can all follow that on Booze and Books Podcast. Because, you know, right. that's where you get the currently reading. Well, some of our current reading. You guys would be spammed with our shit if we did that. Anyways, right. yeah, that's all well, I got. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. We'll get you through the, the sex, the stay sexy and murder one. Cause I want to yes. borrow it when you're done.
0: Oh, for sure. For sure.
1: So, in a year?
0: Oh. Yeah, probably. No, I'm gonna try really hard. Finish. <laughs> I'll read it during my break. Fair enough. Again,
1: but. <laughs> so, well. I guess this is the end, but like I said, bootsandbooks.podcast is our Instagram. For any currently reading, currently drinking, what we've read, what we're going to read for our next episodes, are all there. Um, message us if you guys have any questions on any things, or if you guys want to like engage us in like conversation, um, or if you read a book and you might want us to talk about, read it and talk about it. You know where to hit us up. Um, and we have our personal ones: Kristen. S H E W and lin.said said L-I-N-D <laughs> dot s-a-i-d um for our personal Instagrams if you guys want to follow them as well. And you can email it at email us at
0: um booze and books <laughs> at gmail.com B O O O Z E A N D B O O O K S at Gmail.com. I Nailed it. Perfect.
1: She's so much better <laughs> than I am. I would have pictured that twice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that is it. So, I guess... Bye! Bye!